Kyle Brandt's Basement is brought to you by Caesar Sportsbook. This is happening. This is not Kyle Brandt's basement. No, this is the strangest looking basement ever. This is Kyle Brandt's car. Let me explain right now what I'm doing. The family and I are driving home to outside of New York City from Buffalo. Yes, we drove there and we're driving back. That's why this shot is so crappy because we're bouncing up and down on the car. That's my daughter behind me. My son is back to the left and my wife is driving right here. Say hi, babe. Hey, babe. <laughs> we are on the I-390 South. <laughs> Going through a town called Avoca, New York? Avaca? Don't know. But I'm still gonna do the show. I'm gonna send you these clips. This is Kyle Brandt's car. Let's start with what I love, what I hate, and what's hilarious. All right, I love the final four. Here's what we got, guys. After five months of football, after 20 weeks, we have the Niners, we have the Eagles, we have the Bengals, and we have the Chiefs. Here's what I like about it. We've been waiting for months, really almost a year, to see who's going to be this year's Bengals, who's going to be the Cinderella team, come out of nowhere, team that gets hot at the right time, and we can't believe they're there. There is no this year's Bengals. It's not the Jaguars. It's definitely not the Giants. We don't have any uh, VCU or George Mason in the NCAA tournament. This is Kansas, UNC, Duke, Kentucky. That's who it is. I like this Final Four. I like that there's no Cinderella. I like that there's nobody crazy. It's just going to be four really good teams. Also, I don't know what the point spreads are in these games yet. These have got to be pick em games, right? You gambling folk out there, you're way into that. What are the point spreads even going to be for Kansas City at hosting uh, Cincinnati or Philadelphia hosting San Francisco negligible right these teams are both they're all great um wow we're driving past military vehicles there they are that's a real old Humvee right there um also you know what I like already is I like the Super Bowl matchup there can't be one that's annoying there can't be one that is going to be totally lopsided take anyone you want Philadelphia versus Cincinnati. I like it. Philly versus KC. I'm in. San Francisco, KC. That's a rematch. That'd be pretty cool. San Francisco versus Cincinnati. Rematch from way back when I was a little kid. They're all good. The teams are not only good, I find these teams likable. Don't you like all the stories here? Just run them down quickly. San Francisco is awesome. They get back to the Super Bowl with Kittle and Shanahan at Al, but they get back with the rookie quarterback. That's really cool. And he can see him riding a Disney float. Um, Philadelphia, back just a handful of years later after they won it, but with a completely different head coach with Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is awesome. Don't you like him? He's smooth. He's cool. He plays well. Didn't have to do much in this round because their whole line was so good. Cincinnati, obviously, Joe Burrow got to be one of the most likable athletes in any sport in the world right now. Always says the cool line. Always plays well. Always looks cool. How do you not like Burrow? Even Bills fans who just got their clock cleaned by Burrow, I think they like him. And then the Chiefs. Might have a little Chiefs fatigue, I get it. But now we're in a dynasty level with the Chiefs. They win another Super Bowl, it puts them in a whole different class. Right now, they just won one. You know, the 70s Steelers did not win one. The 80s Niners didn't win one. The Cowboys in the 90s, the Patriots of the 2000s and 2010s, 
those are the dynasties. Right now, the Chiefs are just a really good team who has one Super Bowl ring like a lot of other teams. So I love all the matchups. Maybe it's fun to root for a scrappy team to shock the world. It's also fun to just have four four alphas sitting there ready to tear each other apart and with an impossibility of a bad Super Bowl matchup. I like that. Let's move on, though, to uh, to what I hate. Let's, let's talk about where I'm driving from right now. Hold on. What I hate. Here we go. Along with the restaurants that you love, you can now get groceries and other essential items delivered with DoorDash. You get drinks, you get snacks, other household items in under an hour. For a limited time, our listeners can get 50% off up to a $20 value and $0 delivery fees when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code BASEMENT. That is code BASEMENT for 50% off up to $20 value, $0 delivery fees with DoorDash. Subject to change, terms apply. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, what I hate, we just stopped down for a little talk break in the car so the kids can talk a little bit and they don't have to be silent, which they're going to try to be now. We're driving through the town of Bath, New York, just like it sounds, B-A-T-H, on the old I-86 East. Beautiful countryside here. Uh, it actually is gorgeous, but hold on. This isn't what's gorgeous. This is what I hate. I hate that the 2022 Buffalo Bills season is over. I do. The whole family and I drove there, as you know, seven and a half hours one way, seven and a half hours back. When we got in, we went to Buffalo. Uh, and we went to Buffalo Wing Place. We went to Bar Bill, Bar Bill North. This is the second time there for my wife and I, but my kids were there for the first time. I love that place. If you are around the country right now and you've always heard about the wings in Buffalo, they truly are phenomenal. It's so fun, and the people are so friendly and so warm. You know what I like about it? You walk into that restaurant, you walk in anywhere in Buffalo, and there's tons of Bengals fans, tons of road fans. Last year, we went the day of the Patriots game, and there were tons of Patriots fans. And they're not getting heckled. They're not having their food spit in. It's none of that. They're being welcomed and hugged and high-fived, and it's just very healthy and very welcoming. What did we order at, at Bar Bill? The answer is yes, we ordered that. We said, can we have the menu? We'll take this. Um, we got a beef on wex sandwich. I got 10 wings, Cajun honey butter. And that sounds weird. It sounds like something you get at, at a California Pizza Kitchen or something, but that is like one of the house specialties. You get them there. Um, I got, I had three beers. We had waffle fries with beer cheese dip. My wife ordered the um, chicken tenders, medium buffalo. Then the kids, what the hell did they get? They got chicken tenders and we just ate it all. It was so fun. We had chips, we had pickles, we had lemonade, we had pink lemonade. For the, it was awesome. And then the next day uh, outside of Hallmark Stadium was incredibly, incredibly welcoming. Same deal. Hilarious Bills fans and hilarious get-ups. I'm so excited to be there. It was the biggest game in that stadium in Buffalo in 30 years. Um, and the, the feeling today is really weird that they lost it and lost it the way that they did. I was seeing there was a quote that just was going around from Dawson Knox who said he was in shock today because none of them expected that. 
kind of feel the same way. What's weird is that it's so different from the last few years when the Bills have lost, despite having this really talented team and this incredible rock star quarterback, where today there's no conversation about overtime. There's no 13 seconds. The defense didn't blow it. There wasn't a crazy officiating debacle. There was no cataclysmic injury that knocked one of the key players out of the game. They just got thumped for three hours. That was just it. Bengals were better, looser, more locked in, not even close. You know, Jamar Chase plays in his first game ever in the snow of his life and scores a touchdown on the first drive of the game. I was sharing this this morning that when it happened, I happened to be standing next to a, uh, a Bills legend of which there were many at the game. And when Jamar Chase goes in to end the first drive of the game for the Bengals, I just kind of looked at him and he looked back to me and he goes, we in trouble. And they were in trouble. And, um, you know, I saw a lot of the quotes going around that from, especially I think Matt Milano said it, that there was just no energy on the sideline and there was no juice. It's so strange. And there's this this storyline that's already being written about, well, they finally had that letdown. They've been through so much off the field and DeMar this and, and the weather that. And I get all that. I, I would be very surprised if more of the key players started to say that. I, I think that's not something that they'll use as the explanation. I think they'll just say they were better than us that day and tip the hat. But it has been a hell of a long season. And everyone started to look forward to the storybook ending where they raised the Lombardi and they did it. And I've talked many times about how Josh already has his speech written and he has for years for one, one day if they win the Super Bowl. He already has his whiskey ready that he's going to drink for if one day they win the Super Bowl. Well, that stuff's going to have to wait at least another year. Really like this team. Really like the players on it. Love what they showed. Love what they did. And they lost to a better team by far on that day. Um, that's football. That's tough. Let's lighten it up a little. Let's get to what's hilarious. My kids are doing a great job of being quiet. Good job, guys. What's hilarious? This one's easy. Everything about the Cowboys is hilarious. But I like this new thing they're doing. Don't ever accuse the Cowboys of not evolving and not changing because they've got a new thing now, a new gimmick. I guess it's that where they end every season with a hilarious play. Two years in a row now. I can't wait till next year's play. Last year, we saw Dak run the quarterback draw with like four seconds left and can't get off another snap season over. This season, it was really like 12 things in a row. That last drive that they had was the strangest, sloppiest, worst drive of all time, including two like just unbelievably bad plays by Dalton Schultz. And then look, when you need a miracle and all the chips are down and you got to somehow part the Red Sea to beat the Niners. You have to call a play where Ezekiel Elliott is the center, snaps the ball, gets obliterated. Then you throw it to Cavante Turpin, who's probably the smallest person in the NFL. He catches the ball, gets obliterated, and then you all go to the Bahamas. That's, the, that's it. Season over. Did you not laugh out loud at the Cowboys' last play of the season? I did. I was almost like they were trying to. Um, also hilarious is the idea that, again, we were told that this Cowboys team is different and this Cowboys team is special. They're not. I've been being told that since I got my driver's license and it's never true. I remember the 1996 Dallas Cowboys. They had won three Super Bowls out of the past four years and they're like, oh, this 96 team, this one's gonna be great, they're different. And then every single team since then is great and they're not ever different. That's it, just how it goes. Um, 
I also think it's very funny that, uh, what was I going to say? Um, oh yeah. So that Dak Prescott says afterwards, you know, what, that what we did today was, and how I played was just unacceptable. No, it's actually the very definition of acceptable what you did because you guys do it every year and there's no ramification. There's no punishment. Dak, you do it every year. You did it last year. You did it the year before. You did it this year. You can do it next year and you just get paid more money for it. No one does anything. Nothing changes. Unacceptable. It's practically the business model. That's what they're trying to do. It's terrible. It really is. And you know, Jerry Jones wants to put on a show and make this big splash and spectacle. The greatest show that they provided yesterday was tuning in to see how many kicks their kicker would miss. Turns out it was only one. Um, their defense was really good. It was almost a masterpiece that Dan Quinn and that defense did against this Niners offense, offensive machine. And it was completely wasted because Dak Prescott was woefully outplayed by a neophyte quarterback and one of their historic rivals in the biggest game of the season. It's also hilarious that people look at this as a bad season for the Cowboys. It's a great season for the Cowboys. This is the fifth time in the last 27 years they've won a playoff game. Only five out of 27. This is great. They should have a parade. They should hang a banner. Don't be don't be upset about this. Did you? I mean, you didn't really think that the Cowboys were going to win the Super Bowl. You didn't think they were going to get there. You didn't think they were going to get to the title game. That's not what they do. That's not what they've been as an organization for a quarter century. Normally, they just get to the playoffs and lose. So the fact that they actually got there and won a game this year is not reason to cry. It's reason to celebrate. Pop the champagne. Have the parade. Give the speech. Thank the fans. Great, great, great season. If you can win a wild card game next year, you could be looking at a Cowboys dynasty. That's what we're looking at. Until then, one playoff loss at a time. And it's hilarious that anybody thought we were getting anything different than that because we never do. And from the looks of it, we never will. Uh, I think that's the show. Are we wrapping right now? Michael Flynn, even though I'm recording this as we drive through Cooper's Plains, New York, uh, I'm just going to say I think this is the show. We'll be back. I hope, let me get sincere for a second, I hope with Josh Allen tomorrow on a Josh Allen Tuesday. Obviously, the season is over, over very abruptly, and we don't know exactly what Josh's plans are, uh, how long he's going to be in town, when he's traveling, uh, but we will certainly reach out, and I hope we have him because there's certainly lots of things to talk about and touch base on. So... Thank you guys for watching. I am now going to... Uh, the actual town is called Painted Post, New York. Painted Post. See you tomorrow in the basement. Love you. Thank you. I'm going to take you out with a shot of beautiful Painted Post, New York. Look at that. It's a gorgeous, gorgeous stretch of American landscape. Thank you with the windshield wipers. There we go. Get it nice and clean on the 86 East. We'll see you guys tomorrow out from Kyle Brandt's car. See you. Thanks, guys.